This episode of the Behind the Mask podcast is brought to you by Mickey D's. All the best nights end with a bite from Mickey D's. Whether it's after a game or a night out with the crew, Mickey D's is always the move. My go-to is the spicy crispy chicken sandwich. And you know I gotta have the vanilla milkshake with that. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna make a Mickey D's run right after this episode, and you should too. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make some more delicious memories. Behind the mask. And we got another special guest. All guests are special, but this one is a little bit special, right? I would love to even do the intro. He really doesn't need an intro, but this is your dog, listen, your homie. Listen. You told one of the best stories of all time. Listen. Go ahead and give it to us, Listen, too. ladies and gentlemen, we got the two-time All-Pro, nine-year NFL vet, really a 10-year NFL vet. Right, decade. Decade, down for the time. More importantly, a big bro to me, welcomed me with open arms when I got drafted to the, uh, New Orleans Saints. My man, my big homie, advocate for cannabis, Kyle Turley. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Boom, 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 What's boom, good, boom. family? How you What's doing? Good? I'm, hey, man, I'm so excited to be here, brother. This hey, is awesome. Thanks for having me. Listen, every time I see you from day one when we met, I still have this big smile on my face because it's always love with you. Again, <laughs> took me under my under your wing as a young jit, you know, I'm in the NFL and yeah. Just showed me so much love, bro. It's been a while. Nice seeing you, man. Yeah. It's been a long time, man. It's great to be with y'all, man. And banging heads with this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I know it, dog. We had to go I played with you, but I had to bang heads with this dude, man. Right. <laughs> Same draft class and everything, That's right. bro. Yeah, but yeah. It's funny how it comes back around full yeah. circle as we keep going, right? 100%, man. We're, what, 16 years since I was on plan 07, but since 98? Come on. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Syracuse, right? Absolutely that's not. Right. The no. other orange and blue. Other orange. I Auburn, Auburn Tigers. Auburn. <laughs> Auburn, that's right. Auburn Tigers. No, there was an orange in there. Yeah. Hey, bro. So, so you, you got a lot of stuff going on, but um, yourself, Jim McMahon, mm-hmm. Evan Britton, you teamed it up nationwide brand venture with Revenant MJ. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I started give Revenant. Us, give us some in- Sure. Show. You know, my whole experience in playing the NFL like you guys, right, and what happens at the end of it, you know, and for uh, all of us, it's just a lineup of pill bottles, mm. you know, dealing with all these injuries mm. and all this pain and struggle, right? Cognitive stuff to start happening to me. Teuton knows I dealt with it when I was playing, a lot of dizzy spells, yeah. things like that were occurring. Post-football career got worse in and out of the hospital all the time. So, you know, this experience I've had in cannabis, I've been talking about for over a decade now. You know, yeah. it was real. Yeah. You know, saved my life, got me back to where I am today and continuing to still spread this message and still was, till it's over. You know, our, our goal is to get the NFL to just completely stop testing for cannabis, period. Uh, it's the only thing that players should be using from my experience as using this for a true medicine. Uh, and I've had opportunities to speak to the NFL about it. And the, the needle's moving. You know, nobody's yeah. been suspended in two years uh, of the NFL, which is, which good, is yeah. a, an amazing thing to say uh, for cannabis. I think it was... What I remember is when we were in the league, when I first got in the league, I should say, they had a, a, a pill they used to give us called Vioxx. Yeah. <laughs> remember that shit? They had yeah. Vioxx, right? Models and they would, of it. Yeah. So they, they would give it to you, you know, when you banged up and you're hurting and everything. But then within a two-year period, they came out and said, all right, if we're giving you Vioxx, it may cause long-term kidney, kidney damage yeah. or something like that. So I was like, damn, we've been taking this shit there every freaking day and now you tell us? But that... You, you were ahead of your time, ahead of, you know, the knowledge that we all had as, um, as players because we didn't just take the pills that they were giving. And you were a 
proponent, honestly, of cannabis back then when it really was shunned upon, but now with the education of mm -hmm. the, the, the health benefits for us, as opposed to opioids. Yeah. Talk about why you thought about that and why you felt that over the years, man. Well, yeah, I had that initial experience when I was playing and using cannabis. It was given to me by a Hall of Fame player, took me home one day, realized I was going through a lot of issues. You know, on and off the field, it's tough to be a player in the National Football League. People don't understand we're real people, <laughs> you know, so you got real world issues. And, you know, just from sleep and, uh, you know, uh, appetite, all those things that it helped me with, where I felt like, oh, wow, I can finally get rest. I can finally eat better, you know, so I can maintain this body that we need to maintain to play in the NFL. Because uh, I wasn't a drug guy, you know. I grew up with the dream. That was the focus. That was the goal. You know, no drugs. Grew up Mormon, so, you know, no, nothing. No, I didn't drink. I still don't drink, you know. So why, why is this happening to me? It's because I got to the end of my rope, you know, almost literally, unfortunately, uh, it was a gun in my car, you know, in these moments where you're just contemplating this life and is it worth living? And that just shouldn't happen anymore because I realized after getting off all those pills, using this plan, that that would have never happened to me. I never would have got to that mindset ever. I can't believe I was ever in that mindset since being able to get away from those pills. So it's a real resolution that I have to speak about. And you know, tried to you know massage it in there over the years, little subtle innuendos. They got me and Bob Lee, you know, talking about you know marijuana and things like that from old interviews like over 10 years, almost 15 years ago or more, maybe 20 years ago when I was still, you know, playing, I think even. And, uh, you know, now we're able to talk about it. It's a great, great place to be. One in eight. That's how many people have worked at McDonald's and where some have continued their career. Where graduates of McDonald's career online high school program are now role models leading the next generation where aunties, uncles, cousins, and communities learn skills they can use in every aspect of life. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. One in eight have worked at McDonald's, and where you start stays with you. Yeah, and I think the misconception is, you know, you have THC, then you have CBD. I'm not a scientist or knowing the component of what measures, five, 10% of what, mm -hmm. but the CBD component is very important as well when you look at it in the big picture. Can yeah. you share some insight on that? Yeah, well, that's where I first started with this message because I knew that at the base level of cannabis is CBD and it has that opportunity in a pure, you know, isolate form to be able to have these resolutions in anti-inflammatory properties to sleep and all these other things. Dealing with pain, it can do that. Uh, but when you talk about the inclusion of THC and the resolutions I've experienced in that department, you know, cured neuropathy. I had neuropathy, plantar fasciitis, both feet wow. creeping know. up my legs. I wanted to cut them off, honestly, and it's shameful to see with all the veterans I've been around things with. But literally, the pain is so intense that you're like, please get to the point where these prosthetics are permanent so I can mm. just hack these things off. And in two and a half months, I'm back running. Mm. Like, don't have to wear shoes anymore. Like, wow. that's that's some real real stuff there of using high-concentrate TAC oils. And there's a process to that, just like a Z-Pack or anything else you're getting diagnosed or you know uh, prescribed out here for these injuries. Cannabis can be applied in those same situations, and I've done it now over you know a decade of not taking any pills and sticking only to that again don't drink don't do other drugs focus fully on what this plan can do for me and it continues to show me every day is the answer gotcha yeah. no doubt man truly well, is we know you got to go you got some other interviews to do but um from a brother little brother to a big brother i remember <laughs> like you drawing pictures of me sleeping in the meeting room and you know the time I, they made me actually drive to get chicken biscuits because I was late bringing 
freaking donuts and milk to the locker room. You didn't have to go through the gauntlet. They didn't give me the gauntlet, though. They never did the the rookie hazing. It was cool, you know what I'm saying? Never made me. They actually, my rookie uh, dinner, I didn't have to pay for the rookie dinner. You know what I'm saying? They took me out. So I had some real dope. dope vets. Dope. Kyle Turley, yeah, Wally yeah. Williams, Big Willie Rofe, yeah. man, Jerry Fontenot, Chris group. Naoli. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Y'all, y'all was some dope guys, man. It was a special and, group. And um, love you, bro. Real spill. You know what I yeah, mean? Thank like, you, yeah, thank you, man. Likewise, man. It was an awesome group. You know, that's the the uh, the thing we miss when we, we leave the locker room, unfortunately. You know, man, is that no brotherhood. Yeah. And uh, in the NFL, everybody goes back to where they're from, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, two SEC guys. I'm from the West Coast, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, but you're from New York. You know, yeah. Where'd you grow up? You Georgia. Know? Yeah. Georgia. Yeah. So you're there local. But, you know, you would be back in New York, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. if you weren't sticking around there. Facts, right? facts. So uh, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things, man, where the NFL, provided a lot of opportunity but then when you leave it you know the depression sets in like ah, yeah, you just yeah. are so far gone from that that, yeah. that dream that and that, pinnacle. Yeah. that family too you know just what you knew and what was so familiar you know the real world's hard enough to deal with and uh, you know for everybody out there you know so yeah. anything that can help you know is, is is what it's about so we can keep continuing to do this and keep coming Most back def. you know what I mean Most absolutely def. appreciate y'all continuing to educate everybody and before That's we let right. you go we introduced a clip, great <laughs> clip that our audience loved. Yeah, it goes back to nine one one. Yeah, you and Jim Haslin in the meeting room, and they they wanted to all the practice. So yeah. I just want for for validation. Was the story told correctly? <laughs> I don't know. I saw the clip of it. Somebody sent it to me, and uh, uh, you know, immediately they're like, "Man, check this out." Anyways, I love that he brought it up. Yeah. I just didn't know where y'all went with it. Did it go into you, the you, fight in the parking lot? See, I didn't tell about the fight in the parking lot. I didn't know how deep oh you wanted God. to go. But there was more to it. You st- I remember you standing on the table, throwing the uh, yeah, banana totally. at Coach Hazard, and I heard the yeah. tussle outside. Yeah. But I was, uh, I was a young player, second-year player, so I didn't go out with the vets. But I heard that, you know. Oh, you didn't go out there? I didn't go. Man, Wally man, and Willie and went out there. But I heard that yeah. a certain player That's dusted up a certain head Pittsburgh. coach. That's why we didn't go to Pittsburgh because somebody got their hands carried in the parking lot. And Jim Haslam says to me, Kyle, as I'm walking to my truck, you know, stomping, kick the door open. The whole team's like, oh, we're following this into the parking lot. And in the parking lot of the Saints facility out there is me and Jim Haslam with our hands around each other's necks, <laughs> rolling around on the parking lot. <laughs> like, you mother, what are you doing, mother? Like, just cr- big Norman Hand comes Norman and Hand, picks me hand. up from behind. Big Norman Hand, rest his soul. Picks me up from behind, you know, pulls me off. Sammy Knight grabs Jim Hazlitt, <laughs> oh, pulls Jim Hazlitt off, like, and then uh, we're, we're like literally fighting yeah, in the parking yeah. lot, man. And then it, and then that was it. That yeah. was all right. We're not going to Pittsburgh yeah, anymore. <laughs> Thank you for your leadership. That's Definitely right. That's appreciate right. you, bro. Somebody had to, man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. that was just so crazy, you know. And I guess that was my first, my first uh, situation of dealing with the NFL in these mm. situations, you know. And I was like, no. No, yeah. this isn't happening yeah. today. We Absolutely. wanted the veterans to resolve it in the beginning. They had Absolutely. the old guys go up there. We're yeah, going to have a meeting. Meet. We're going to talk with the coach. We're like telling them. We're telling Jerry Fontenot. We're like, hey, man, tell them. No. And yeah, I told Jerry, I'm like, don't, don't yep. you, you tell them that it's not going to go well for them if they say we're going to Pittsburgh still, if they want to have this meeting. And then he get the memo. And they came down. They came and that's down why he, I'm sitting next to you. I'm like, he's like he's, I'm he was feeding on the table. Nah, they're going to go to Pittsburgh. I'm looking at old like, oh, shit. Oh, no, they're going to Pittsburgh. I just remember. Boo! <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> wow! 
I stood Classic. up on the table. Who's going somewhere? Y'all going to Pittsburgh? No. Nope. <laughs> Classic, bro. Classic. Well, yeah, listen, I appreciate y'all bringing that up, man. When you come to Atlanta, bro, we love to have you on the podcast, man. Heck yeah, keep for these sure. Come in the lab. Back there man. soon, man. And we you got, got a volleyball. podcast too, right? Yeah, we started one uh, three point stance. Me and King Dunlap, just from that line King of trust perspective. Shout out, shout out. And uh, hopefully, maybe we get on y'all's platform, man. Yeah. We just started yeah. it, so we'll see Absolutely. what happens. But Much love to the yeah, team too. we'll be down there. Uh, volleyball. My daughter's in volleyball, okay. so we come to ATL all the time, man. And my son's in travel ball. I live in Nashville now again. So right on, bro. Love to you, the fam, the wife, everything. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Love y'all, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. All right.